Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to The Secret of Everything with Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. I'm very excited to be with you guys this evening. This is Bonnie Avila, and once again, I'm joining you guys live on radio. And I'm very excited this evening because we're going to have a very special guest, um, Anisha Keel. Um, she's a medium, and I'm very excited to have her this evening to join us. And also, just a little bit of Dr. Um, Kimberly McGeorge. Um, she's been a healer for over 20 years. Um, she's been working with clients, um, spiritual healing. And she's got a lot to offer everybody, so stay tuned for the show. And without further ado, I want to introduce Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. Hi, Dr. Kimberly. How are you? Hi, Connie. How are you this evening? Thank you so much for subbing in for Shannon. She's going to try to join us a little later in the show, but right now she's going to be here. So thank you for standing in for her and introducing me. And I'm going to get to our beautiful and lovely guest in a few minutes. I just had a couple of things I felt led to say. First of all, I wanted to kind of be the space for everyone on the call. I want to hold the intention that whatever you are supposed to get out of this call, whatever brought you to this evening and to listening to our show, whether it was Twitter, whether you were just stumbling across blog talk radio, or whether something specifically led you, spirit led you specifically to the show, I just want to hold the intention and pull the energy that you will receive whatever you were meant to receive from this show. And I got a little chance a couple days ago to talk to Anisha, and she's a beautiful woman, and she's a light worker, and she has amazing insight and a lot to offer us this evening. I'll get to her in a minute. I wanted to mention, a lot of you have inquired about a private session with me, and Sometimes cost is prohibitive, or that's your, I guess, perception of this reality, that cost is prohibitive in your point of view, and I understand that. I will be giving classes around Ohio in the next two months, and I wanted to quickly mention one of the classes I will be giving is going to be held in Miamisburg, Ohio. It's near Cincinnati on the 27th of April from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. I'm not going to go deep into this right now, but it is an access consciousness class. It's called it's um, a technique called the bars, and it's a gentle energy technique that really allows you to have more of you, erases a lot of your programming, and kind of develops the question, what else is possible in your life? People have really experienced a lot of miracles. Now, the reason I'm mentioning this is you get eight hours of access to me. So obviously, if you want to ask me questions, I'll be available for questions, not just about this energy technique I'm teaching but also for anything you might want to know. Because of who I am and what I do, you would also, if in showing you how to do these things or in your encounter with me, you would also be raising your vibration and getting energy transmissions, even though that wouldn't be directly what I was doing, you would be getting that indirectly. So it's actually an amazing bargain. If it's your first time taking the class, it's $200. If it's your second time taking the class, it's $100, and I will have my beautiful web developer, Leslie, 
put a link up on the website, and um, I'll advertise that and the details of that. But I just wanted to kind of mention that probably about the second week in May, I'm going to hold a class in Columbus, Ohio. So that might be more convenient for some people as well. But definitely worth looking into and possibly even worth driving to if you're close. If you have all have interest in raising consciousness, um, anything you'd like to discuss with me or raising your vibration, that might be something you want to listen to. The other thing, I came across a quote. I'm trying to see if I write it down. Oh, yeah, I did. Somebody wrote this on Twitter, and it just really struck me, and I wanted to mention it. And it's a quote by Abraham Lincoln, and he said, and I think Anisha would understand this, and you understand it too, Connie, but anyone who's a light worker. But Abraham Lincoln once said, I am bound to live up to what light I have. And I thought that was absolutely beautiful. And I know that, you know, that's my intention and yours, Connie. And I believe, not to keep speaking for her while I have her muted, <laughs> but I believe that's Denise's intention as well. And at the end of this, though, I'm going to share a little bit of a testimonial about some of the work I do. But I wanted to start off with a question and then I'm going to bring on Anisha. But here's my question to you as an audience, and I really want you to think about this even past this show. And my question to you is, what if you were really here to change everything? And as Tommy said, if you can get Anissa on, without further ado, I'm going to welcome Anissa to our show. Welcome, Anissa. Thank you for being on tonight. Thank you, Dr. Kimberly. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you beautifully. Can you hear me? Oh, terrific. Okay. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I greatly appreciate it. And thank you to all the listeners out there. I'm very excited to be here. Well, you're so welcome. Thank you for agreeing to give us some of your time. Like I said, I know you are a busy, well, we all are, (laughs) but you're a busy, busy lady. I wondered if you would just start out um, briefly telling our audience Maybe how you got into what you you do and kind of what you do. What do you consider yourself? What do you call yourself? And what was your journey into what you're currently doing now? Oh, sure, sure. Well, I'm a lifelong uh, psychic medium, and I have been able to see and communicate with spirits since uh, probably since before the age of being a toddler, but that's when my parents recognized it. Um, and I also have children that uh, are also mediums, so kind of something that we carry a little bit or we accept in our family line. I don't want to say it's a trait that we carry, but it is something that we've accepted in our family line. And, wow. Uh, I, yeah. So, and we'll talk about that on the call. But I also have a, a great-grandmother who, who was open to um, communicating with spirits. She was very clairvoyant and she could communicate with them. So, you know, it goes a little bit down the line where some of us have accepted it. But I also have some healing abilities, and there are 13 uh, Reiki masters in our family right now, and that's growing. So we kind of come from a long line of uh, very spiritually open and and, uh, healing people, basically. Uh, As a psychic, I am able to perceive energy beyond the physical senses, A lot of times people think that the term psychic means you predict the future. That is one aspect of the psychic ability called precognition, but it's not all-encompassing of psychic abilities. So there are several psychic abilities um, that 
basically you can perceive information beyond the senses. You can see things that other people may not be able to see. You can uh, hear things clairaudiently without your ears, mm-hmm. communicate telepathically. There's clairgustions, um, clairscent, where you can smell things that other people can't smell. And there's also the clairsentient ability where you can feel energy. So you can feel, you know, emotions of other people, things of that nature. So psychic is kind of a general term that encompasses those types of abilities. But precognition, I guess, is something that people always identify a psychic with, but it's not mm-hmm. really the primary um, ability. So, so as far as using the abilities, I uh, incorporate them in my healing. I have an office in Palms River, New Jersey, and I do psychic healing sessions there, which is basically when a client comes to me, and generally they they've had an issue with an illness or something, a pattern, whatever the case may be, that they've been trying to work out on their own and they, they haven't been able to. And I'll kind of look in their energy and see what's going on. I can actually see within them and see where the energy is blocked and then help them identify the root causes of that physical manifestation of illness. So that's one of the services I provide. And then the other thing I do is provide mediumship readings, which is connecting someone on the earth plane to a loved one or friend that has crossed over on the other side. So that is wow. a little bit about well, what I do. Yes. That's all you do? Boy, that's not much. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Now, wait, I want to go back a little bit to something I heard you say. Did you say as a toddler your parents recognized your ability? Well, Did you say that? You, yeah, because I was able to tell them that I would see spirits. I could ah. I could pick out family members that I had never met. You know, I could pick them out in pictures and call them by name because I had seen them in spirit form. So okay. my parents, my parents kind of recognized it, but they were frightened by it because they didn't understand it. So it it wasn't very easy growing up with those abilities because I didn't grow up in a very open, uh, I grew up in a very Catholic mm. environment. And okay, okay. So I had to kind of find my own way, which I'm still Catholic, and I have a couple of priests that sort of mentor me, and we work together. They know the type of work that I do. So actually I completed a book last year that is sitting with um, a publisher right now just waiting to be signed, and my priest actually helped me write one of the chapters for the uh, for the book. So wow, that's amazing. That's really yeah. interesting. It's funny you speak about that because I have similar abilities, kind of different. You, you said a whole range, and we all have different combinations of those abilities, obviously. Mm-hmm. And um, one of my strongest ones, which is funny, that has developed over the years and become even stronger, is clear audience. So it's really interesting how you're. Have you ever noticed that your abilities kind of weave in and out or sometimes certain abilities seem stronger or you can even add new abilities, I guess, as you develop as a person or as a soul? It's kind of interesting. Have you noticed that at all? Well, um, I always had the clairaudience as a child and I would try to block it out because I was frightened Uh, by it because it was in an environment where I was told that it wasn't okay to hear spirits and stuff. So I did have a lot of ear infections as a result as a child. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but as far as the abilities now, no, I'm really open to them and I embrace them. 
and I teach my children to be comfortable with them. So it's part of our lives here. You know, my children see spirits all the time, and particularly my nine-year-old son, he's very open. Mm. He's very open to healing. So, you know, it's part of our lives. Right. I'm familiar with that as well as, very yeah, right. You have that in your own family. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, it's funny. You know, it's funny, Anisha, because, and I know I've told this story a couple of times, but it still kind of shocks me because, you know, I had these, these abilities from a very young child as well my whole life, and then I never thought as a mother, isn't it crazy? For some reason, I just never even thought about my children having them. You know, so when my daughter came to me and said, I, I see colors around people, is there something wrong with my eyes? I'm like, oh, my goodness, no, you can see ours, you know, and then to yeah. find out, you know, my oldest daughter is, you know, she sees 100% of the time, which is so mm-hmm. interesting, and I don't know, would you consider, do you know what, I guess the reason I put a percentage on it, and he says, because I only see about 30 or 40% of the time, so whether mm-hmm. where I can see on topically 100% of the time, I don't see 100% of the time, but she does. Well, generally, when we have something, Dr. Kimberly, like that, we have a little bit of fear or discomfort level that's not allowing us to fully manifest that ability. You know Mm. what I mean? That's interesting. So maybe there might be something that needs to be cleared or there might be something that you need to address on on some level, you know? Do you think everyone has this ability? Yeah, that's true. She's wide open. And it's always been 100% accepted, like, as in your family versus as in your family of origin, just like mine. You know, my my dad was a pastor, so you and I had a different experience. (laughs) Yeah, really. (laughs) Isn't that that ironic? We had a deeper connection than I thought, Dr. Kimberly. Oh, really? Okay. (laughs) Yeah, uh (laughs) uh-huh. Yeah, we'll have to talk off the air about that. We won't we won't yeah. do therapy on the air, everybody. We won't do yeah. children therapy on the air. But Yes, exactly. Um, I just think it's interesting because Brianna always says it's like she's like everybody says ghost whispers exaggerated. She's like, No, it's exactly like that. Like for her. That's her experience, you know. Yeah. So it's kinda interesting. But yeah. did you have any thoughts, Connie? Well, I was just listening to um both of our histories, actually, for all three of us, they seem very similar to me. Um, I grew up in a very um, religious, Christian, conservative home. So um, I really, with my abilities in particular, that started at a very young age. Um, I could, in my particular abilities, I could sense, I could feel emotions, I, I could smell things. And that wasn't something that was ever really addressed in my home. Um, But now that I have my children, my daughter, um, she's very strong with her ability in particular, and she sees um, spirits. um, But, you know, the difference between um, Stephanie growing up and my growing up with my family is I fully accepted and supported her abilities. And um, it's been very helpful to Stephanie because it's not something that's awkward in my home. We speak about it all the time and we talk about it. And she does see spirits a lot. She senses them. Um, so she, her ability is a little bit quite different than mine, but 
nevertheless, our stories are similar for all three of us. Um, you know, I'm very happy that Anisha's family is now much more accepting, but with, within my own family, I don't think that that's very accepting even now, <laughs> currently. So right. that's my experience right now. Well, okay, sorry to interrupt, Connie. Um, we have a caller. I'm going to take a caller from area code 773, and you are on the air. Do you have a question or comment for Anisha or Connie or I? And could you tell us your name and where you're calling from? This is Mary Lee from Chicago. Hi, Mary. Oh, oh, We're having a hard time actually getting the audio and getting into the chat room. I thought you might want to know that. Oh, okay. For some reason, we can't connect, none of us. I have a few other friends that are trying to connect into the oh, chat room. Oh, I'm sorry about that. I'll look into that. Usually Shannon's here to do the chat, but um, we'll look into that because Sierra's managing it, and I'll, I'll talk to her about that in a couple minutes. Did you have a – thank you for telling me. Did you have a comment or question? Well, the show is wonderful so far, as usual. Um, yes, I Aww. would like to ask her anything she would might want to pick up on me. Actually, nothing in particular, but – Sure. Um, Mary, could I please have your birth name and your birth date? My birth name is Mary Libra, actually, and it's 52445. Sure. Just give me one second, Mary, to link up with your energy. So the first thing I get when I connect with you is just a little bit of sadness, Mary. Do you know what I'm talking about? You can just say yes or no. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. And and I also get an energy that's connected to you. That's mm-hmm. a pretty strong uh, field. Do you know what I'm talking about? I, I didn't hear you, honey. Oh, I'm sorry. I... Uh, I get an energy that's connected to you. There's somebody here. Hold on a second. I have a male energy that's present. Do you know, um, have you lost a male energy that you were connected to? Oh, not recently. Do you feel a male energy present? Mm, Not recently. I'm actually facing some health issues that they don't seem to be able to diagnose. I, um, okay, let's go to the male energy first because I definitely have this energy here. Okay. Um, it doesn't have to be a recent passing. I okay. feel like it is a paternal uh, connection, which would be a father figure. Okay. I very strongly feel that this is a father connection to you. Do you know who this male is? Oh, my father? Yes, all. Yes, uh-huh. He's been gone he many, many, many years. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm going to see if I can tune into what he's... There is communication coming through here, but I'm trying to do a couple of things here. But he still comes through with a strong energy, as though... Um, you are still connected to him. Do you know what I mean? Oh, Even absolutely. though he, mm-hmm. he has passed, you are still you still call on him for help. You still ask him when 
but something's going on, you still call to him in spirit form. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Uh-huh. And I also get a very um, heavy, depressive connection with something that's going oh. on with you right now. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Um, I'm just going to take a step back because uh, I should have said before the call, I can feel what you feel. So <laughs> it's very, the energy is a little bit heavy, you know. Um, and he wants you to, he wants you to have faith that everything will work out. Do you know what he means by that? Yes. Uh-huh. I I feel like you have been struggling and looking for answers and not getting them or feeling like you're not getting them. You know what I mean? Yes. Well, he's been gone for 50 years now. It'll be coming up on his 50-year anniversary of his passing. Okay. Um, And you know that, because he's validating that for you, that Mm-hmm. Uh, even though he's gone, you are always connected to him, and he's, you know, he's always there as a father figure, even though he's in spirit, right? To take care of you, to watch over you, the way he did when um, when he was here. I want to take. Would it be okay if I scan you physically? You know. Take a look at your energy aside oh, sure. from communicating with him. Sure. I feel like there's some, <coughs> excuse me, some stuff going on here. Uh, mm-hmm. Definitely, I'm getting that you feel hopeless. Mm. Do you know what I do? You know what I mean by that? Myself. Yeah, you have been feeling like uh, there's no answer for what's. You have things going on and you don't have an answer and you're not able to resolve them. Well, Do you feel true, that way? Yeah, that's true, but I'm not hopeless. <laughs> I'll never give up hope in figuring, trying to figure out what's going on. Okay. I think Anisha means because, Mary, you know I've read you accurately a couple of times. I think she's feeling more, when she says hopeless, I think she's probably feeling more the energy, I would say, of depression. Maybe would be I hopeless. definitely feel depression, yeah. Um, so I don't think she meant, and and that's kind of, it's a very close energy, so I think she's probably reading that same heaviness that we've read on you before. So, um, yeah, but anyway, I, I don't want Anisha to go real deep into readings because we're just doing mini readings and we want people to have a lot of chance to staff questions. And oh, I have a couple okay. Questions I'm sorry. Tommy Dr. Kimberly. No, no, you're sorry. fine. I'm I just sorry. wanted, I want everyone to give you, but, you know, we can get, I do this too. I go into someone's energy, and Mary even knows. And I think I did it last. I forget I did it with a New Jersey woman a couple, a couple of weeks ago, and I just like went off. And I'm like, you guys are supposed to stop me, so I'm doing for you what they're supposed to do for me. Yeah, <laughs> so, okay. So we okay. have, but I just wanted to give you know Mary a taste of what you do, and the audience kind of a taste of what you do. So we love you, Mary. Thank you so much for listening. We'll try to look into the chat room situation, and thank you for calling. Oh, thank you very much, ladies. Have a wonderful evening. You too, Mary. Thank you so much. (laughs) All right. 
See, Anisha, you're bad. You're like me. You just go. So if you need to reel, if Dr. Kimberly, if you need to reel me in, <laughs> just reel me in. <laughs> no, that was wonderful. It was amazing. But I knew exactly where you were going, and, and I don't know if you can read me, but but I yeah. can do, I mean, I do the same thing. So when you were going and I was going in, I'm like, do not take me there. I've been here twice. Yeah. <laughs> and I think Mary, I mean, no offense to Mary, but Mary, Mary is, yeah, Mary is a dear, dear woman and um she calls a lot so we yeah she is she's a doll so we really appreciate her listening okay i'm going to put you on the spot and ask you some these are just my curiosity questions and if connie wants to ask you hers she can ask you hers absolutely go ahead okay in my okay in my house i always say my house is like a lighthouse for spirit because the we vibrate very high here, so we attract the light, and we, we like, attract the lightest of the light and the darkest of the dark. And I, because I've grown up with it, and like you, I had a knowledge very, very young, I tend to have what I call a high spirit tolerance, so mm-hmm. I don't really control, I know this is horrible, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like everything you guys, you should not do it right. But I don't really control it. I've always kind of allowed everything to come and go and hang out for a while. I, kind of like a you know, a station, like they can kind of come and go as they please. Now, Kind of like a youth, a, youth, a youth hostel for spirits, basically. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I love that. That is exactly it. And here's my question. So a couple of weeks, well, about a month ago, it kind of got it, it got a little heavy. And I will clear them out occasionally as far as, yeah. um, I don't want to use the, I don't know what terms to use, good and bad, but I guess like, or evil Lower and higher, light and uh-huh. dark. Yeah, lower and higher vibrations. Lower and higher, I like that. So, you know, I'll clear out the lower and let the higher stay. You know, I'll say anything above a certain vibration or however I want to divide it down. I just, because I don't really care, I just, you know, do whatever I feel like. But about a couple months ago, they were getting really ornery. Like, I was standing in front of my daughter and I had my, well, this isn't an X-rated show, but I had my shirt off and, you know, I was in my bra, so I was totally naked and my daughter is 13. And all of a sudden, in front of her, Anisha, my back was scratched. Like the scratch appeared on my back. Oh, no, no. And what I find, well, listen to you, I love it. Now, wait a minute. Now, what's interesting when you say you're scratched, to me, whenever I've been scratched by a spirit, and it's, I've never even been scratched for the past couple of years, um, I, they usually don't touch me in that way. But it, it's funny because a scratch doesn't feel like a scratch. And if you ever watch the ghost shows, it usually doesn't for them either. It actually feels more like a needle jab, which is like a sting, which is real interesting. But it appears as a scratch. So this scratch appeared, and I was like, what the heck? Because, you know, I vibrate super high. I'm a light worker. I'm a healer. And I'm like, why are they? So what would be your interpretation of why they were being that blatant, I guess? Because even though you vibrate high, you're not doing enough to shield yourself, and you're allowing them to get close, right? So you vibrate high. That attracts high vibrations. But it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to keep lower vibrations out. Sometimes lower vibrations are attracted to light mm. just because it's so bright, right? Mm. So, okay. so that's where you're at. And okay. somebody may not have wanted to hurt you physically. They just may have wanted to get your attention. And remember, we have spirit guides, right? So if somebody's getting in and our spirit guides are always with us, there's a lesson in that. You know, what is the lesson for you? It's like bump your shield up. You know, you shouldn't be allowing them to get that close. So if you're comfortable with them floating around the house, 
and that works for you, that's good, but you may need to set some limits about them getting close to you. One of the things that I talk about with regard to um, spirit guides, all mediums have a gatekeeper guide. That is the guide who says who can get close to the medium and who can't. Mm. Like a master mm. guide, I'm sure, I'm sure your daughter has one. You may right. also have one. So right. you set some regulations with that gatekeeper about who's allowed to get close to you and who can't. Because otherwise, a medium can be bombarded on a regular basis with energy if you don't work with that guide. So it could be time to engage that guide for you, and it could also be just time to bump up your shield so that they're not able to get that close to you. So would you say the same thing about my children? Because usually I'm pretty... Even though my children are all have their own abilities and they've grown up around it, they usually don't touch my children. And a couple of days ago, it might have even been yesterday. This is so bad. We're so bad, and so this is so commonplace. Like, don't even get upset. My sixteen-year-old um, daughter came to me and said, "Look at my leg. It's happened when I was in the bath." And she had the three scratches, if you know what I mean. And um. you know, they just appeared on her in the bath, and. And they disappeared within, you know, 15 minutes. It wasn't, you know, so it's more like a statement to me than an injury, if that makes sense. But, right. you know, and my children are very calm. <laughs> but, yeah. but so what does that say to you? Do you? Does that say to you that I have too many lower vibrational energies or is that the spirit trying to get our attention? Because I do it's not. Always- and I, go ahead. Go ahead. It, it, it is trying to get your attention, and it could be more than one spirit, but you need to get that under control because they can't be doing that because it starts like that and then it's it can it uh, can become more physical okay. right so it's just it's just like a dark energy sort of attaching to someone and influencing thoughts and then you know then it's helping them to make decisions on everything in their life first it's something minor and then it becomes more and more you know what i mean the same type of concept you know, it's a little scratch now, and it might be something bigger in a couple of weeks if you don't address uh, it. Okay, okay. And that's kind of where I was getting. And, you know, I've always been told, I used to have a life coach, but she fired me because she said I, I got it all, which is very flattering. But um, not that I got everything I needed to know, but everything I needed to know from her. But still very flattering. She's a high-level light worker. But she was always telling me, why do you put up with that in your house? Clean out your house. Oh, she are all. I'm lazy and I procrastinate. I, I wonder if you think part of the problem is I could function as you do, Anissa, as a medium, mm-hmm. but I choose not to. I have focused my energies into other, you know what I mean? We all have broad spectrum of gifts, and I've just chosen to kind of go a different direction. Could that be mm-hmm. part of the problem? They know that I can see them. They know that I'm there, and I don't engage with them? Could there be some frustration there, possibly? What do you think about that? Well, yeah. I mean, if if spirits had their way, they'd be bothering us all the time to get their messages across. You know what I mean? Because because they there is a light around your house. They can see it. Even if they're not sure that you can see them, that's attracting them, right? Because they're seeing darkness and then there's a light, like a beacon of light over your home. So they'll okay. be attracted just to that because of what's going on there. But then the other thing is, um, you know, you definitely are attracting 
some lower vibrational energies because higher vibrational energies will not respond in that way. It's just not, it's not the way they act. It's not what they do. They don't scratch. They're not going to they get physical, you're saying. They don't physically impose. Like, for example, as a medium, I have rules for my guides that they enforce. And one of them okay. is do not allow any disruptive or energies that try to physically impose themselves upon me. I will not have that, you know. So you need to do something like that or you're going to have a problem on your hands. Okay. That's why Be- Because advice. of what's going on and you're, because your daughter is a medium and you're all open, you know what I mean? Right, right. So, well, that's what I say. Isn't that crazy? Mine are the only kids that are going to be like, oh, look what happened in the bathtub. I got three scratches. Let's take a picture. How interesting. <laughs> you know, they're so calm. It's just crazy. But that's our life. And when you say, because I can feel the vibration of your home and I can feel the energy of how your family is, it cracks me up because it's yeah. very close to us. So it's so nice to talk to you because I always feel like it's just us, but it's nice to know there's other crazy families out there like us, you know. So, yeah, um, we have totally another normal. caller. Okay. It is totally normal. See, it's you and I and Connie, and we're totally normal, and it's everybody else that's crazy. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, everyone. Um, we have another caller I'm going to take, and it's area code 203. Thank you for calling The Secret to Everything. Could I have your name and where you're calling from, please? Hi, this is Kelly. Hi, Kelly. Hi. You decided to call in. Well, I'm using my sister's phone so I could call you. (laughs) Well, I'm glad I took you because I didn't recognize that I would have took you sooner. I don't want you to charge up your bill. Do you have a question for Connie or Anisha or me today or a comment? Well, first of all, I'm having a very, very tough day, (laughs) and I'm sure my vibration is very low. But um, I was just wondering if somebody could read me. Okay, in this case, because you can get read any time by me or Connie and you have contact yeah. with us, I'm yeah. going to ask, Anisha, I want you to listen to this word. I'm going to ask Anisha to give you a mini reading, <laughs> so mini reading. if she would. <laughs> I'm just teasing you. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, and I also just wanted to mention, Dr. Kimberly, before I do that, uh, some of the Twitter followers, you know, we were tweeting today that we were going to be on here, and some of our Twitter followers are on here listening because they they were sending me some messages. So, thank you for joining the call, everybody. And they're going to you know be uh, asking questions as well. So, oh, thank so. you so much. That's wonderful. And feel free if they'd like to ask me anything, they're welcome to. And I know Connie would be fine with that as well. So, good, good. Okay, so Kelly, um, are you there? I'm yep, sorry. I'm here. Okay. So you're just looking for a little scan of your energy? Is that what you're asking for? I well, didn't hear what yes. you said. Yes, because I had like a little bit of a meltdown. <laughs> yeah, but, I get um, big time that you're stressed, right? There's a whole oh, lot of I'm stuff very going stressed. on. Yes, mm-hmm. and this is what happens when I don't have my sessions. And Okay, I Kelly, don't Kelly, think... I don't want to interrupt you, but let, yes. let Anisha, Anisha has to plug into you and she needs a little bit of space and quiet. And listen to her. This is your opportunity to listen to her. You don't need to tell her what's going on. Let her give you a little bit of wisdom and insight. That will be her gift and our gift to you. So, Okay. Okay. So, Kelly, the first thing I got when I connected with your energy, obviously I felt that you were stressed, but also um, your energy seems a little erratic uh, in that 
you don't seem very centered, and I also feel um, some anxiety, like my wrists are shaking a little bit. Um, do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Okay. So, um, I just would it be okay if I just scan your chakras while I'm doing this? Are you okay with me and actually entering your energy? Okay. So I get that you are definitely the type of person that lets things build mm-hmm. and then you blow up rather than addressing conflict or issues when they come up, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, because you have a thing in your throat chakra that is definitely um, a blockage there. Like you you bite your tongue all the time until you can't hold it anymore and then there's a flare-up. Yes. So, you know, a little solution for that would be to address conflict as it comes up and you can always ask your guides or angels or, you know, the divine for inspiration. If you if you really don't want to have a full-on conflict with someone, you can always say, please help me to communicate this information in the most gentle way for whoever oh. is going to receive it, right? Okay. Yeah. Because I think you bite your tongue a lot of the time because you don't want to have the conflict, but then yes. it winds up being a problem for you later, right? Yes. Because I always, like, I don't know, like, I know Kim and Connie are following me on Twitter, but it's it's like, you know, I, I don't want to hurt people, but then I'm the one who gets hurt. Yes, you know? because you are, you're actually hurting yourself by I'm not... I'm too nice. Yes, <laughs> by, not, by not communicating, you're nice. actually hurting yourself, you know, so, yes. so let it out, but just ask for guidance to communicate that in the most gentle way, so that that's a little... Um, a little bit of advice that might be helpful for that area. Okay. And I definitely feel a lot of heat in that throat chakra, too. So um, <laughs> There's a lot of heat, all right? Yeah. Can I jump in a little? Can I jump in a little bit here? Ahead, this is the Dr. problem with having too in. many talented people on one call. Um, I love when you jump Kelly, in. Kelly, you love when I jump in? <laughs> oh, you're so cute. Um, Kelly, you need to speak your power. And if you start speaking your power in a clear and succinct way, as Anisha said, kindly, but strong, a lot of that will clear up in your throat chakra, and you are a people pleaser. I'm going to challenge you today. I'm going to say, (laughs) what if you were really here to change everything? In order to change everything, Kelly, you need to show up completely as who you are. In order to show up as who you are, you need to take your attention off of pleasing others and worrying about what others are thinking about you, and you need to worry about what Kelly thinks about Kelly. So I want you to turn a little bit of your attention from other people and put it on you. That would be my personal challenge. Do you have any thoughts, Connie? Oh, yes, I do. Hi, Kelly. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hit me hard. (laughs) Go ahead and... let you know um we have spoken a few times on twitter um initially um what i got from your energy even just today is you were so nervous and so much anxiety going on within you and i just want to empower you um kelly that you have all choice in your life to Communicate with people. I know that sometimes you're afraid to do that. I I sense your fear, 
A lot of times I sense the fear that you have of any type of conflict in your life, and we've talked a little bit about this, but you do need to learn to understand that you have a choice to speak up and Mm -hmm. say what you need to say. And like Anisha said, you can do it in a a very um, productive way and still communicate what you need to the others that are around you. So I encourage you to do that, Kelly, because I know we've been – working on that a little bit lately. Yeah. And Kelly, we believe in you and we love you and we think you're absolutely amazing. And thank you so much for calling. Okay. Thanks, Kelly. Thank you very much. Thank you, Thanks, Kelly. Have a, have a good evening. evening. We'll Thanks talk for soon. Reading. Thank you. Bye. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Okay. We have a lot of callers. I'm going to try to get through as many as we can and then we'll move topics if we need to. I'm going to take a caller with area code 267 could you tell me your name and where you're calling from, and thank you for calling. Yes, thanks for taking my call. My name is Crystal, and I'm calling from Pennsylvania. Oh, hi, Crystal. Do you have a question or comment for any of the three of us? And just address whoever you'd like to speak to. Um, yeah, I just had a general question uh, regarding relationships. Okay. And if you just give me some insight on whoever picking it up the best. We can fight over it. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Crystal? Yes. Oh, go ahead and ask your question. Okay. I just wanted to see where you think something's headed with Jerome and I. I'm sorry. Could you repeat that? I didn't hear the call cut out. I didn't hear that either. It kind of did cut out a little bit. Yes. I just wanted to see if you see things reconciling with Jerome and I and how he's feeling. You want to take that, Anisha? Yeah, I'm just getting a feel for um, for Crystal's energy right now. Okay. So, Crystal, I feel like um, there's some anger there, right? There's, mm. there's, um, I definitely feel a. Dis- I wouldn't even call it a disagreement, a, a big argument, I feel. And I feel some anger there, and it feels like it's more on his part than your part. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I guess I kind of feel like he, he kind of lied, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, this is what I'm going to say about it. Uh Let me think about this. Can I say something while you're thinking, or will that bother you? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of the best way to say it. Go ahead. Go ahead, Parker. Okay, go ahead. This is my question. I kind of have a question for you, and then I'll be quiet. Why would you want to be with someone who isn't giving you exactly what you want? That's my question, then I'll be quiet. Because I feel the energy of this relationship is not healthy. It's not warm, it's not nurturing, it's not you're a beautiful being, an infinite being of light, and I don't feel you're being honored as that in this relationship. Now be quiet. And I'm sorry, Crystal, that's what I was thinking, but I was trying to say it without coming out and saying it fully. Thank you, <laughs> you Dr. See, here's Kimberly. the problem. Anisha is nice and I'm not. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Kimberly, I was trying to formulate it because I – because I feel there's still always going to be a trust issue on your part because mm-hmm. 
I, I don't know his ability to be truthful. And also, he gets very defensive when he gets caught doing stuff he shouldn't be doing. And I don't know that that's going to change. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. as far as will it work out, that's up to you, but it's really your choice, you know, about what you want in that relationship, you know, because mm-hmm. I don't know well, that he, he's going to change. Yeah, he kind of actually threw me for a loop, and, uh, like, everything was okay with us, and then all of a sudden he went back with his ex-girlfriend, which has always been an issue, so it's kind of been like wow. a loop. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. And that's like, maybe the dishonoring energy I'm getting because there's, Rejection is hard when you're rejected mm-hmm. for someone to go back in the past and pick up on something that actually that didn't work for him either. Actually, nothing will ever work for him at this point unless he starts making different choices. So this, as Anisha said, and that was an important point that I want you to listen to, this is your choice. We we choose how we're treated. We have infinite possibility every second. So you are perfectly free to say next. Here's the problem. Your core identity and self-worth right now, the way I'm reading it, is not allowing you to perceive your endless possibility of choices. So in other words, you could choose an amazing man or you could choose to work on loving the beautiful being that you are. But right now you're choosing to spin in your mind and analyze this relationship when really I can read the three women on this call. We know there's, there's no question here. You deserve so much better. That's right, Connie. I'd like Connie. I think you need a little bit of Connie's energy, and then we're going to go to the next caller. Connie, could you give her some a little bit of advice? Yes, absolutely. Hi, Crystal. How are you? Hi. I just wanted you? to um, really let you know up front that um, Jerome is not completely vested in this relationship. You know, I really want what's best for you, and this is what this show is really about. We want to encourage um enforce that you do have a choice in all of your decisions in order to become happier and have a more more fulfilling life. And Jerome really, I feel, is completely disattached from this relationship. Um, although he's not saying that to you, he's saying otherwise <laughs> in these arguments that he's having with you. And I just want to let you know that you do have a choice to move on to be happier. Um, think of yourself. Um, at this point, I don't see Jerome growing or evolving in this relationship with you in particular. So my best advice to you is to let go of that negative energy, focus on yourself, and focus on how wonderful you are and the possibilities that are out there for you to become happier in your mm-hmm. life. Because this is just a cycle. I see you and Jerome in a continuous cycle in this relationship. So I just want to encourage you and tell you that you do have that choice, Crystal. Okay. Thanks. Does that help? Does that though, is that something like he's going to be – because I'm not one to mess with somebody's mess. I guess I just get confused. Is Are they – is that where he's going to be with her or – Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait, wait. I'm going to say something because I don't allow, okay, you know, I'm going to be the bully in this threesome, I can tell. But I do not allow stories and I do not allow excuses in my clients and my patients. Mm -hmm. And right Mm -hmm. now, babe, I'm telling you, 
I am telling you, it doesn't matter what they are doing. It doesn't matter. Listen, listen to what you're saying. You deserve to be the center of this man's world or any man's world. You are beautiful. You are a lovely person. You are a lovely girl. You have a lot going for you. You are too good for this man. I can read this man's energy, and I'm not going way there because you guys will never reel me back in from that. But (laughs) I start Mm -hmm. going into people's energy. But Mm -hmm. I am telling you, honey, just because you have not experienced a different reality does not mean that that reality is not possible. You have choice. You are acting. You are you are rebounding off of what he is doing, what he is feeling, what he's doing with her, the jealousy. I feel all of the emotions running through you. You just need to take a deep breath, grab mm-hmm. the bull by the horns, and say next. That's mm-hmm. my advice. Do you guys, do you have anything else to add, Anisha? No, I just wanted to say that I think one of the things that makes her susceptible is because Crystal is a very sensitive kind person and she sees the good in people and sometimes crystal we see the good in people even though mm-hmm. there's a, a not so good we focus mm-hmm. on the good you know what i mean mm-hmm. so you need to see the person for the whole picture you need to see Jerome for the whole person and you need to love yourself too because if mm-hmm. you don't completely love yourself you can't really be in a loving relationship with someone else right absolutely absolutely Okay. All right, darling. Well, thank you so um, Anissa, much. do you want to give her? Do you want to give her any of your contact details, or maybe your website if she wants to look you up after? Sure. So, I, I mean, maybe you could just that. mention it. Yeah, it's uh, my website is www.soul s o u l hyphen centered d e n t e r e d healing dot net. So soul centered healing with the hyphen between soul and centered, one word. And thanks so much for calling in, Crystal. I send thank you like Yeah, thank you, Crystal. Guys. I wish you the best because you deserve thank the best. So thank okay, you so thank much. You. Take Have care. Have a great evening. Good night. Bye-bye. You too. All right, we're going to go to the next heart. caller. She is. She's a doll baby, and Very she deserves good things. Yeah. I'm going to go to the next caller, okay. um, area code 505. Um, you're on the air with Anisha Connie and I, Dr. Kimberly, and they um, may I help you? Do you have a comment or question? Uh, no, I was just listening to the show. It's great. I love it. Oh, thank you. Oh. You don't have a question or you don't want us to read anything or answer anything for you or any curiosity about or any questions about life after death or the spirit world or anything? Um, no, I'm, well, I'm learning out um, I, that I feel that I'm a medium. So oh, good. I'm, I'm just coming into this, and I've always had spirits around me, so it's something new, something new to me. Good for you. So you're opening up. Good I'm for opening you. up, yes. Blessings. That's nice. Very nice. So I'm just happy to hear you show. Well, do great. you have any questions about any experiences you've had, or can Anisha help you with anything? Um, actually, I did have one question. Um, sure. My, I, sometimes I have lower energies that are attracted to my house, mm-hmm. huh. and I, <laughs> yeah, and I've tried sage, and mm-hmm. it works, but my children, oh, it kills them to have the sage here. Is there anything else that I could use? Sure. Well, there's a couple of different things you can do. Um, you know, sage 
Smudging is a Native American strategy for, you know, cleansing. You can also use visualization techniques. There's tunneling light. Um, actually, on my blog, I have about four or five different uh, space clearing activities that you can use. But okay. you can use plenty of different things. You don't have. It doesn't necessarily have to be something physical. Um, you know, it can be something that you visually do. You can also do it by um, using crystals and gridding the space. So there are a lot of different strategies if the smoke is disturbing, you know, if the sage smoke is disturbing to your children. Okay. I will go ahead and look into that. Thank you. Sure. Thank well, thank you for, you for call. calling. Yeah, it's awesome. That was an amazing, great question. Thank you so much for asking it. Great. Thank you and blessings. You well, too. Thank take you. care. Thank you. Okay, we're going to go you know, to our great, next. Dr. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to no, say, your callers have such beautiful energy. You know, everybody calls in and they're they're in a high vibration. It's really, it's, it's very nice. It's really, it's very pleasant. Thank you for having me. Oh, no, so thank you so much. You're being, you're being amazing. I'm so enjoying all the variety of questions. And I love, I love radio. I come from radio and I love radio. So I just love being able to connect to people all over the country and world and, you know, we're, yeah. we are all so different and we're all so alike at the same time. So thank you for being with us. I'm going to go to um, area code 708. Do you have a comment or question for Anisha, Connie, mm-hmm. or I? And could you tell us your name and where you're calling from? Hello? Roseanne. Hi. Hi, Roseanne. I'm calling from where are you calling from? Palos I High thought, you know, it's... You know what's funny? I used to I used to live in Wheaton, Elgin, Somburg, oh, um, Aurora. Okay. So I thought I almost said you're coming from you're calling from Illinois, but I'm like, well, maybe my memory's not that good. So that's pretty good, pretty good. <laughs> just got an How can we help you tonight? Um, my life is a mess. Is it going to get any better? I guess I'm just looking oh, to see honey. finances, love life, or whatever. <laughs> Need some positiveness. In some areas. I'm gonna let it I'm gonna try not to interrupt it. I'm gonna let Anisha take that. So <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> Okay. Roseanne. Um Okay. So some of what I get in your energy with regard to things not manifesting and I'm sure Doctor Kimberly will elaborate on this as well. <sighs> I think there's an issue with your own focus and what you are projecting mm. out into the universe. Mm. Do, you know, do you know what I mean by that? Mm, maybe you could elaborate a little bit more. Sure. Could I, I'm sorry, yeah. I lied. Okay, I have to jump in, and then I promise I'll be quiet. It's funny because she hit it so, and she's just like, why am I on the show? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, no, she hit it. I'm so excited because she hit it so dead on, my love. This is what I got, the exact same thing. I'm going to say it a different way because I don't think you're hearing us. And one of the reasons I don't think you're hearing us is because it's true, if that makes any sense. I think Anisha and Connie know what I mean by that. So in other words, there's a resistance to this because this is your key issue. She hit it dead on. I'm going to say it a little different. Every, what I call a law of creation or law of actualization, the lower vibrational realm in the planet calls it manifestation, which is actually a lie, and we could do a whole show on it, and I'm not going to go into it now. So I'm going to use the word actualization, and Anisha said it very well. The physical manifestation of what is showing up in your life is a result 
of a basic misunderstanding that you have. Now, there's a lot of other energies around you, and maybe Anisha can go into that, but I don't think you're realizing something. Every single thing that you said is a mess, as you're calling it in your life, uh-huh. is 100% capable of being mutated, meaning changed. And it's 100% capable of being changed right now. So then the issue becomes, do you not understand that? And what are you not generating? What, are you, what energies are you not putting forth that is capable of changing everything? Because you have everything in you right now that is capable of changing every area in your life. Now I'm going to turn it over to Anisha. That's what Anisha is saying. Sure, yeah, that's that's exactly what I was saying. And the other thing I was going to elaborate and say, so, you know, we have a concept of the way we would like our lives to be, right? You know, we think we want this, we want that, or we choose this for ourselves, et cetera. So you have something in your mind of what you would like to see come to fruition in your life. Sure. You have to truly intend that. And I say truly because you have to believe that you can bring that to your actualization, if we will, okay? okay? And by that I mean intention is, the difference between an affirmation and a real intention is an affirmation is something that you say, okay? Intention is the energy that you put behind what you're saying and what you're thinking and what you're doing. When you put energy behind it, now it goes out into the universe and you are communicating that to the universe. So when you say, my life is a mess, you are communicating that to the universe, and what you're getting back is more of a mess. Okay. Okay? So you have to change your whole intention for what it is that you would like to bring to fruition into your life. And there are a lot of things kind of going on, but what you're putting out is what you're getting back. So I think, you know, you could maybe be a little more organized in the thought process as as a starting point. Dr. Kimberly, would you care to elaborate on um, some initial starting points that might be helpful for Yeah, I am, and I am going to elaborate. Um, This is one of your problems. I don't know if you're familiar with my work or what one of my mantras is that people are probably like, if she says that word again, I'm never listening to her again. And here it comes, but I'm going to use it. It's your vibration. Everything Mm -hmm. is energy, and you are vibrating at 70 Now, here's the good news. Most of the people that I come in contact with on a daily basis vibrate at 50 or below. So you already have a little bit of a heads up there. So there's something a little special about you that you somehow have a little bit more energy that you're putting out there. Now, here's the downside. In order to have what you desire manifest in a physical plane, and I'm talking love, a car, a job. I'm not just talking, you know, stuff like a couch. Uh-huh. I'm talking about things that are including that, money, gold, silver, high vibrating things. You have to be what you want to have show up in your life. Meaning, and Anisha said this, I'm just saying it a little different way, you have to put out the vibration of those things in order to receive that into your actual reality. So if you're vibrating at 70, to me, that makes perfect sense why you're saying what you're saying 
because the vibration of 70 is not going to attract a fabulous relationship. It's not going to attract a fabulous career. It's not going to attract the you know best car in the entire universe. It's Things are not going to come to you effortlessly because all of life really should come to us with ease, joy, and glory if a couple things are going on. And this is kind of complex, but I think it's important, and I think it will resonate with a lot of people. You have to wipe your programming, number one. Um, Anisha, I can tell my listening to her because of who I am. There's a lot of pain that Anisha had growing up. There's a lot of, um, you know, growing up as she did and I did and Connie did and a lot of people do when you're, when you're an exceptional person growing up in a, quote, normal family of this reality, there's a lot of pain. The beautiful thing about Anisha that makes her so, if you've seen a picture of her, she glows. She has done mm-hmm. a lot of her programming. I don't know how Anisha's done it because she and I have not discussed it. And there's many tools and ways to do that. To successfully do that, very few people you will ever meet have done that. And that's one reason why Anisha is an effective channel of light, because it's very hard to be a channel of light if you have all this murky, low vibrational stuff from your past going on. So one thing I would challenge you to do is find a light worker, Anisha, I, Connie, anyone, it doesn't even have to be us, or a tool or a modality that helps you dump that programming. I'm not going to plug deep, deep into you because, I mean, I'll just talk for the next hour about you. But you've got a lot going on there. <laughs> I know. But you've got a lot going on there. And it's not clean. It's not dumped. As soon as you dump your programming, your vibration is automatically going to raise. Now, here's the more challenging and controversial part. There are many ways. I always say there's many ways to skin a cat. There's many ways to cure cancer, and, and there's many ways to raise your vibration. However, there are ineffective ways, slow ways, and very effective ways and quick ways. Now, Anisha can disagree or Connie can disagree or anyone is welcome to call in and disagree, but I've been in this business a long time trying to find what works for myself personally and for my clients. The quickest way to have your vibration raised is to have someone who holds a lot of infinite space and light raise it for you. Usually it will drop some, but as you work with them and dump your programming, eventually you'll hold the vibration that you are supposed to hold in this world. And believe it or not, we're all not supposed to vibrate at what I do or what Anisha does or what Connie does or what different callers do. We all have many purposes, I believe, in this lifetime and many missions. And believe it or not, some missions cannot be accomplished with a vibration in the millions that you're holding infinite space. You're not grounded enough. Some of us are called to do more grounded work and different kinds of things. So I don't think it's necessary that you work the rest of your life to get a vibration that's like a guru at all. But if you are saying you want higher quality things to show up in your life, the vibration of love is 500. So even if you're just looking for love, you're a little ways off. And again, the good news is, I mean, I'll give you an example. I worked with a client yesterday that came in with a very high vibration, actually, but I've been working with him, of 440. When he left, he was vibrating at 8,000. That is amazing and crazy. Now, he has to hold it, and he's having a hard time assimilating it. But at 8,000, yeah. you're going to start attracting the heck of a lot of things that you want into your life. Okay. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, it wow. Does. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'd like to just, if I could, Dr. Kimberly, I just wrote about this last week on my blog, if I could just direct you to that, because it was called The Reality of Light and Love. And I talked about how, you know, there are different vibrations, and we choose our vibration, essentially, and light and love being very high. Mm. And we attract others in that vibration. And I talk about, 
if you're an angry person, you're vibrating at a certain rate. Your whole reality is filled with anger. You're attracting others who are in that vibration. And hence, we are creating our own realities as we go along. But it it kind of demonstrates what Dr. Kimberly is saying. If you, if I could just um, give her the website there, she could take a look at it. It's, you know, if no, is, I all agree. the information awesome. is free on there, it might be, it might tangibly demonstrate that for her. So, Roseanne, the website is www.soul, S-O-U-L, hyphen, centered, C-E-N-T-E-R-E-D, healing, dot net. And there's a tab at the top that says blog, and if you just click on that, it'll direct you right to the blog, and you'll see the the blog post of the reality of light and love. Okay. Okay, okay. I will go on there and check that out. Did I blow you away with too much information? You well, seem a little, your energy feels yeah, a little stunned there. I'm yeah. sorry. I, I don't know. I'm to do to me. Yeah. There's a lot of good information out there, and you know, I know Anish is kind of on the same page, so you know, it would be really beneficial for you to read that. But I guess all I wanted to say is the good news is it doesn't surprise me. You are manifesting your reality consistently, you know, your vibration too. So, do you have any other questions? Well, I guess I don't know. I'm just trying to get it like. I'm trying really hard. Like, example, it's love and it's uh, business, okay, my own business and, you know, finances and everything I do to try to make it better and be positive, you know, you just keep getting kicked in the teeth kind of concept. you know what I'm saying? So I don't think I'm intentionally going around like Nelly Negative, Debbie Downer. I'm trying really no, hard. No, no. No, no. Not at all. No. None of that same, whatever I'm doing just doesn't seem to be able to work, you know, and I'm, now I'm kind of like, yeah, I should 70. I'm probably lower. I'm just kind of like you, you start feeling defeated after trying so hard and trying to be so positive. I'm probably on like a seven-year cycle of fighting this battle, you know. So that's where. And another, well, another suggestion I would say is start asking questions because the universe is here to support you. There are millions of loving angels and guides and spirit that are here to support you, as well as you know people around you. Like she said, you'll be attracted to people similar to you, and sometimes you'll be gifted with people to help you along your way. But one thing I asked, my daughter and I were talking about this today, one of the questions I asked this morning to the universe, I said, what would it take for me to make more money than I could ever spend in this lifetime? That's not a common question, but the universe can't answer you if you don't ask the questions. So start asking questions. Okay. And just hold them there. Just hold them. Just throw it out into the universe. What would it take for the love of my life to show up within the next six months? Start to realize that you don't have to live like your next-door neighbor. You don't have to live like your coworkers. That there is a different possibility out there. It's just knowing the tools. And I think, and Anisha's going to, now, sometimes I think I'm really super, super blessed. Because, and I don't know, I'd like to ask you this, Anisha, so this is a question in a second for you to answer too, but I get the most amazing specific information. So if I ask the question, what would it take for my business to go to the next level or what would it take for me to make blank amount of dollars this year, the answers I get that I hear are so specific. And I gave an example to somebody I was talking to today. I said, they're as specific as this. Walk around the block three times. Stop at 2.15 and pick up a penny. When you look up, that man will have the answer. So part of the reason we don't get the answers we want is we don't believe the answers aren't there. We don't believe that we can get specific information. We don't believe the answers can show up. We don't believe that we're worthy enough or loved enough to get the answers. So just kind of throw out all those questions and percolate that in your mind. 
maybe you just start asking the questions of your guides or of spirit. That's it. I was Dr. Kimberly, I was just gonna mention that. And Roseanne, this is an important thing. Not everybody realizes that they have guides in spirit form that are assigned to them. It's their job to help you through this life and accomplish what you need to accomplish in this life. You literally have a team of people there, and you need to engage them because otherwise they're just kind of standing around. You know, They really are there to help you. And Dr. Kimberly, to answer your question, you are getting that information because you're so open to it. You're so open to it, and you're so open to connecting to that energy to ask for help that it's coming right through. There are no inhibitions. There are no issues with your belief about the information. Uh, Okay. You're very clear. Do you, Anisha, do you get, I think, I don't even have to ask you this, but for our audience, I'm going to ask you this question. Do you get specific information that is very specific and clear like that also? Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that also has to do with mediumship because we communicate telepathically and usually when guides are communicating with us, it's through thought. So we're, we're used to communicating on that level, so we're very uh, Okay. Okay. Are you only getting specific also, information for yourselves or for other people? I, um, in part of the healing session with people, I also, you know, I'll say, what is this about? And I'll get information from their guides and my guides. So, yes, it, it does come up. But, Roseanne, I, I was going to say that um, not only do they communicate through thought, but you also will get um, ideas. So you may say, what, do, what should I do with my business? And you may get a concept that pops in your head that really wasn't in your frame of reference at that point. Mm-hmm. That's them working through you. That's them helping you out. So you do have people there. You just need to engage them. Okay. Well, and I want to say something else. Sure. Being open, growing up as sensitive as some of us have, does not mean that someone who does not have the same developed or has not developed some of these gifts on the same level or does not vibrate high, it it absolutely doesn't mean that you can't begin now listening and developing that and walking in that. Again, I teach and I, I believe in immediate transformation. My clients my clients walk out different people. So again, it's a lie that, you know, it takes twenty years to develop this or ten years or five years or a year. You have to spend a thousand on a psychic class online or go around the country. It's all lies. It's all lies. Fall on your face before spirit and say Open me up. Teach me how to be open. Start with that. Ask the question, how can I be more open to the universe? How can I be more open to the guides? What do you want me to do? I mean, just start asking the questions because they are waiting. They love you. They're waiting to answer. It's there. You just have to. Here's here's the key word, receive. You have to be open to receive. Okay. It's all, all good, right. darling. Only good things all coming right. down the road. All right. Love you. Thank you for calling. Thank you. Thanks, Roseanne. Thanks a lot. Have a great evening, Roseanne. You too. Ooh, I see a special caller. Let's bring her in really quick. Hi, Shannon. Welcome to the show. Have you been listening at all? Hello, everybody. No, I just got in the car from the track meet. I've been there for three hours in the freezing cold. I'm kind of numb Aww, right now. What a good mommy. <laughs> what a good mommy. <laughs> yeah, it's, I 
love to watch him run, though. I mean, it's it's very exciting and makes me very happy. Well, we have Anisha on here, and it has been an amazing show. We've had a lot of great callers and a lot of good questions. And you know that Anisha's a medium and well-acquainted with spirit. Do you want to ask her anything about um, your house or you or your health or well, this is interesting, Anisha, because Kim and I were talking about the paranormal last night, and I don't know if she told that story or not, but after that story, I just, every once in a while, I get weird feelings in my house anyway. It's almost like I can tell if something's there. Like, I just get goosebumps. I'm constantly looking over my shoulder, and last night, I haven't felt that way in my house in a long time. Last night, I did. I checked the doors 15 times. I left the hall light on. I know that sounds silly, but... It just, I could almost, I can feel something when it's there. And Kim yeah, tells me once in a while, it's a, like a watcher. Yeah, you are clairsentient, so that's how you are perceiving the energy. And I, I'd just like to say one thing, Dr. Kimberly. A lot of people, when they talk about psychic senses, they always talk about clairvoyance as though that is, like, the main one. But more people are clairsentient than clairvoyant. Not as many people fully see spirits but a lot of people can feel them and sense them energetically. So Ooh, you just gave me chills. That's great. That's a great point. That's a really yeah, good point. It's a big differentiator. And the clairsentience, you know, is, as you know, it's the, the sacral chakra. That's where that energy is mm-hmm. coming in. So sometimes mm-hmm. you may feel a little upset. Stomach or something, when they're there, you feel that nervousness. That's how we're perceiving that energy. So definitely Shannon is is open in that regard. That psychic sense is open for her. Um, as far as the energy, I feel like a male mm-hmm. protective energy, but I'm not quite sure that it's a guy. Um, hmm. Would that be somebody um, like related to me or in perspective to me or, like, that was at that house or just passing through? I mean, because I know you can get them passing through, or do you think it's somebody that's, like, you know, knows me that's, you know, been in my life? I, I, I don't feel like it's, I, I don't feel like it's um, somebody that you were connected to in, in the Earth experience in this lifetime, okay? And I don't feel that it's someone connected to the place. I feel like it's someone assigned to you, but not. maybe it's a new guide or a higher level of a guide because I don't see this energy with other energies that are, like, hanging out with you all the time, watching over. You know what I mean? It feels like a stronger vibrational energy than something you had before. Maybe there's something going on with the work that you're doing that you need a higher level energy. Dr. Kimberly, huh. do you get so? But if you're saying similar? it's protective. Yes, I do get that. Okay. Um, because I start when I start feeling it, I I almost start getting anxious. Anisha, I'm going to disagree a little bit because I see it as a more neutral energy. I don't know if that's possible. I see it. I call it a watcher. It has a very strong vibration of observation for me. Not mm. sinister, not good. So I guess not. That's why I wasn't getting the protective that you're getting. I just get an observer almost. It, it's an interesting energy to me. 
Can you uh, decipher it as mail or email? Oh, mail, totally, dead on. Yeah, I, t- I Can I find mail, Shannon? Strong. I mean, the mail, it's a very masculine. Yeah, I don't want to say it's beyond a masculine yeah. energy, if that makes sense. It's nothing a powerful masculine energy. That's what I mean. You know there's nothing like to be a, afraid of. <laughs> I feel like it's a higher vibrational energy. I don't feel that it's a, um, I don't feel like it's anything that's going to harm you. Um, but I do feel like it's supposed to be there, and I do feel like there's something going on why that energy is assigned to you. I don't feel like it's someone that's just popping in, um, you know, hanging out. I don't feel like that. Right. I would agree with that. I feel it has a stronger energy than that. Go ahead. This is a situation that Shannon, my daughter, and I have all experienced, so I'm going to bounce this off, and you know where I'm going with this. Sure. We have this, I think it was mostly last year, Shannon, we have this thing that we all call the breather. Okay. Mm-hmm. Shannon, do you want to tell her briefly about the breather, and then I'll tell her about Brandon, and then I'll tell her about my experience, and then we'll let her decipher it. But tell her Please, briefly. tell me about the breather, because I've, I've encountered a breather lately, and I'm wondering if it's the same type oh, of energy you're going to tell me about. Okay, Shannon, you start, and then I'll tell her about Brianna and me. So go ahead. Okay. Well, mine is actually, it's been... Uh, a few years ago, two or three, and okay. um, at first I noticed that um, I would just it would wake up and I can't remember if it was like three thirty or four thirty, and it was same exact time every night. I would hear something beside the bed. I mean, the first time I heard it, I was it, I was just thinking, you know, I'm going crazy. I went back to sleep. Then I heard it the next night, the next night, the next night, the next night. Kept going on and on. I kept mm. I was you know, made sure my alarm clock wasn't on, like, a fuzzy station or something, you know, low low fuzzy <laughs> station, looked in the drawers. In my house, my bedroom is on the outside wall. There's nothing on the outside wall. There's not a water spigot. Underneath is a crawl space. There's no furnace. There's nothing, absolutely nothing that could be making this noise. I mean, I've even gotten up and gone outside to check to see, like, is there cats or something out there? There's nothing. And... Yeah. When my breather, my dog usually lays on that side of the bed. When the breather's there, she doesn't lay there. And <laughs> I even, when I got up and I, you know, my kids thought I was crazy, I woke my daughter up. She was a teenager. She came in and she heard it. Um, it would, it, it kept getting louder and louder. The more upset I got, the louder it got. I got holy water. I blessed the house. I saved the house. I mean, anything I could think of and the, anything that Kim told me, I did. It would not go away because I kept getting up every night. At that time, I would get up and I would go on the couch. I would just leave the room because I couldn't go back to sleep. It would just get okay. Let me okay. Let me tell her really quick about Brianna. So at the same time, same time period, my very high level, high ability teenage daughter was experiencing a breather every night as well, and how she dealt with it is she just wrapped a pillow around her head and went to sleep. She just toughed it out. Um, So finally, after, I know she's crazy. So finally, I mean, every night, just like Shannon, every night. And um, so finally, I'm like, okay, you know, I'm just crazy enough to do this, Shannon. (laughs) And Connie probably does too. I'm like, okay, one night I said out loud, what is with this breather thing? I've never heard a breather in my entire life, and I've experienced almost every level of the paranormal known to man. So I'm like, bring on this crazy breather. Now you guys are going to get a kick out of this. Okay, so I got a breather. It laid next to me in my queen-size bed, 
And it was the most comforting sound. I'm like, this is so cool. It's like somebody's there. Like, it makes me feel like somebody's there. It makes me feel like really good. And I fell asleep. Of course, because I loved it so much, do you think I ever had another breather in my life? No. That's my experience with a breather. So that's three people's experiences. But the Brianna, oh, wow. my daughter, it was sinister as well. I mean, she didn't like yeah. it. It wasn't pleasant, you know. I, I had one of those very early on, and it was when uh, right after I had my son. And every night at 2 a.m., I would see a man in the hall. Well, I would hear breathing in my ear like he was mm-hmm. right next to me, but right outside my bedroom door in the hallway there, I would hear the wood floor creaking like someone was standing there. Mm. The, the dogs would bark, and then I would go there, and I would see this, you know, heavyset man there. I personally mm. think that a lot of the breathing, you know, or the breathers are lower vibrational energies, and they're actually uh. drawn to us for whatever reason. Sometimes they need help crossing. Sometimes they're just drawn to us. And um, like Shannon mentioned, when she got more nervous, the breathing got heavier, as if it was kind of feeding on her fear, which low vibration energy does. You know what I mean? So Well, and that's how Shannon got rid of it, right, Shannon? Didn't you finally stop getting up and leaving? You just put your pillow over your head like Brianna, and it stopped? Isn't absolutely. that kind of how you got rid of it? Definitely. As soon as I re- as soon as I let it know you're not making me leave my room anymore, I'm staying right here. It stopped doing it, and it yeah. it would come back like every once in a while. It would do it again, and I just I wouldn't leave the room. And it's almost like I could tell the night that it was going to be there. I could feel it. Yeah, you could and feel I, it. I don't oh, see things, yeah. <laughs> and I don't I don't see spirits. I don't. You feel I don't see ghosts, them. She but feels I can them. feel them. Yeah, she yeah. feels them. She's open. So I was going to say that one of the breather was in tandem with our son, and as our son started to, um, you know, he was like two years old or whatever, and he'd wake up in the middle of the night, and he would say he was hearing breathing in his ear, and I realized oh. that when I was sending them away, they were going to wake my child up to, to get Shoot. to me. So then that's right. when I put in the rules with the gatekeeper. I was like, no one goes to my children they have to come to me, and if I send them away, I'm not helping them. And that's how I learned to deal with these obnoxious sort of pushy spirits. Uh, there are pushy spirits. Oh, that's a great idea. You know, so you may have to do something similar, Shannon, just say, I'm yeah. not helping anybody that's pushing or being rude or whatever, you know. Right. You know. Yeah, it scared me for a while. I was, I mean, finally I got, you know, get the courage to just be like, you know, forget it. I'm not doing it. You're done. Yeah. And and it and it's been gone for a long time now, so but and then right. like Kim said, I felt something in the house a little bit every once in a while and she calls it my watcher. But um mm-hmm. I haven't even felt it for a while till last night I felt it. Now does that make you uncomfortable that energy, your watcher? Because I didn't feel like it was like anything you had to fear. I felt like it was somebody like It probably isn't yeah, it probably isn't. It just makes me nervous sometimes. I guess mm-hmm. Um, it just makes me a little nervous sometimes because I'm I'm not used to dealing with it a lot. So, but that makes me feel better. Okay. I mean, it, you and Kim are both saying it's nothing that's going to hurt me, or no. you know, yeah. So I that that does mm-hmm. calm me, and I can be calm about it. And and for a while it was there, and I actually did get calming with it. And mm-hmm. but then it went away and it has been there for a while, so it came back and now I'm a little nervous again. 
those hunting things. Um, but they go out and they say, you know, oh, this spirit had to manifest, and it had to use my battery pack or drain my equipment or drain my camera to appear or to speak, you know, or to move this, you know, whatever yeah, that may be. Here's my problem with that. I call it a theory, Anisha, which is a very common theory in the paranormal world. I understand how the universe works. I know that you can actualize and materialize things out of the quanta, which if people don't know what that means, is literally the space between things that are already materialized. So you can manifest or materialize things out of thin air. Right. So because the particles that are between things are vibrating with exactly the same energy and often higher vibrating energy than the solid things that vibrate at lower frequency Absolutely. energy. Do you see where I'm going? <laughs> I know where you're going. I'm like, and why I the heck do the spirits have to drain battery packs? Because we don't have batteries in my house. And you see what I'm saying? Like, I don't understand that whole theory thing. Could you kind of enlighten me or give me your opinion on that? Well, that, I don't subscribe to that theory, so I can't enlighten you with regard to supporting oh. that theory. But I can also say that's, that's one of the issues that I have with the spiritism movement. I believe in spiritism, which is, which is the movement of, um, you know, founded by Alan Kardec, which involves mediums and healing mediums and seeing spirits. But one of the main things that, that it subscribes to is the fact that the spirit pulls from the ectoplasm of a medium, which is something that not everybody has, according to mm-hmm. spiritism. And the spirit essentially kind of paints itself with this ectoplasm that the medium secretes, and the medium, and then, like, you know, the, the person can sort of physically manifest. I have an issue with that, and it's along the same lines of what the the ghost hunters are saying, as if there has to be this ancillary source of energy for the spirits to sort of materialize. I don't believe it to be so, and I'll tell you why. I know plenty of people that have seen spirits in very quick passing, and I don't know them to be mediums completely. You know what I mean? Ah, okay. So, you know, I, I just... I don't subscribe to either one of those theories for exactly what you're saying. However, it is a fact when I've gone on ghost hunts that that does happen. So I look at it, this is my interpretation of the energy, as it's a ridiculous type of prank they do it because they can Yes. type thing. Would you at all agree with that? I don't know. That's just my feeling. No, I'll give you something very specific about a friend of mine that had passed and he was doing all kinds of things to give people signs and stuff. And um, he had me send his wife this little baby camera and, you know, that he was setting oh, up in the house with oh. my son's camera as a, as a form of communication so he could communicate with her. Needless to say, I really felt like I was crazy sending this to her. I had explained to her that I was a medium. It was really awkward. Anyway, she kept it up on the fireplace, and he would set it off all the time, and she would ask questions, and it would go off. And I would say, like, how can you do that? And he said, we can do all kinds of crazy stuff. And he was really matter-of-fact about it. You know, they can do all kinds of stuff, and they can manifest out of what we call nothing or, you know, the space between. They can do all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I believe. I mean, that's just what Absolutely. I know to be true or what's been revealed to me from, you know, Experience, right? Channel information to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Anisha, stop telling all my secrets. 
<laughs> That's the problem with having a medium on your show. That's high level, people. <laughs> uh, do you have any questions, Connie, for Anisha? Oh, yes, Anisha. Finally, I get the opportunity. I really wanted to. <laughs> I really wanted to ask you about the activity in my house. Um, as you know, in every single home that I've lived in, there's always very high activity. Um, but in my last home in particular, where I live right now, um, I would say the energy started off very dark, um, not so good, and now it's kind of um, changed throughout us living here. But I, w- I did want to ask you something, Anisha, in regards to my daughter, Stephanie, um, because she does have had a couple of experiences in the bathroom um, that she has had lately, and they're very – that energy has kind of t- turned into something physical, if you know what I'm referring to. Um, can you elaborate? Because I'm not – I don't know um, what you're referring to. Actually – we have a lot of activity normally in the house, but yes. for the last couple of times that she's addressed it to me, um, she goes into the bathroom and um, she says she prays about something specific um, that she doesn't want to tell me about. It's something very personal to her. And um, something begins to happen physically there. Oh, um. And it's happened a few times already, so it's been, it's very physical, and it's really presented itself to Stephanie, and it's just um, very interesting to me because I know she she sees spirits, she very high vibration, she feels things, but this is something new that just recently she's been experiencing, and it's in particular in the bathroom. Uh, so your question is, why is she what having is, this? Yes, why Why do you think she's experiencing this lately for the last couple of times? And it's been very, it's almost like it wants to tell her something or make her aware of something. Uh, well, okay, so a couple of things going on. I want to address the thing with the house first before we get to Stephanie. It's not the house or the house is. It's the people Mm -hmm. in the house, okay? Mm -hmm. So you guys are open, and like I said about Dr. Kimberly's house, spirits can see that and they can sense that, so they are drawn to to those places, okay? Um, So that's what's going on there. Your daughter is a very spiritual child. I would Mm -hmm. consider her like... um, similar to the girl that I was talking about earlier with the sprinkle lights, what I would consider kind of like an off-the-charts child. Very, oh, Brianna, very deep. absolutely. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very deeply connected to the divine. Okay? Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Okay. So what's happening is that child has a deep connection, and I don't um, – I'm, I'm not – sure what the correlation is to the bathroom other than maybe it's just like a totally secure, you know, private place for her where she can actually do that. I'm not sure, you know. Right, right. It's not, um, 
it's not a negative experience, as no. she's, you know, told me at all. It's very, actually very positive. But That's I what I'm think yeah. what's new about this experience is things begin to actually move almost as to confirming whatever it is that she's praying for or asking for. And um, like I said, it's something private to her that she doesn't discuss with me as to what she's praying for, but it, but it becomes physical. The activity mm-hmm. becomes physical. Mm-hmm. I think it's, I think what's, I, I don't know why it's becoming physical other than she's asking for that validation, I think. But okay. I do, but mm-hmm. I do feel that she is deeply connected. She's a very spiritual, um, I would call her gifted child. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, um, thank you, Anisha. Thank you. I know um, I, I, I feel um, confident um, about the situation because I know yes. when it's a bad experience, even on her own, she doesn't really need my confirmation. She she feels when it's something negative, and this time around it's just been kind of very positive. But you're absolutely right. I was thinking, well, is it becoming physical because she's asking for confirmation, but you just said it right now, maybe that's what she's yeah. doing, and it's she's translating into something physical. She's asking for validation just to verify that this is, in fact, the energy she's dealing with, and it's not somebody else interceding or you know what I mean so yes 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 she's doing what she's supposed to do you know because that that is what we're supposed to do when we're communicating on that level so she's she's doing what she needs to do and she's deeply guided so I I don't think you have to worry about anything with her in regard to that yeah I don't actually thank you Anisha that's wonderful so it does confirm kind of what I was Mm -hmm. thinking that possibly she's the one asking for some type of confirmation, and this yes. is why it's all happening for her. Mm-hmm. Thank Golly, you so I much. I could talk to Anisha for like the next eight hours, couldn't you? Guys? No, I want to kind of wrap. She's amazing. Cool. I want to kind of wrap this up for a couple reasons. I want to let Anisha go, and um, but I would like Anisha. Do you mind sharing the different services you offer? And I like to know prices when I'm listening. So if you feel comfortable, sure. would you? Um, share Absolutely. your prices and share what you offer and share how we can get a hold of you on Twitter and I don't know if you're on Facebook and um, repeat your blog site or whatever you'd like to tell. If you could kind of wrap up, you know, what you have to offer sure. in your services, that would be amazing. Sure. So the services I offer, I offer psychic healing sessions and they're generally an hour and a half. Um, as I mentioned in the beginning of the show, I scan the client and see kind of what they're storing and help them release whatever they're ready to release. It can be past experiences, patterns, whatever it is that they're rooted in a physical manifestation in the body. I charge $125 for those sessions. And then I also do mediumship sessions, which are reading. Are you there? I'm sorry. I think I lost you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dr. Kimberly, can you hear me? Yeah, I, I can. hear you. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> for a second there, the phone, I, the phone like beeped and then it was out. So, oh wow. That. Yeah, that's what I was like. Can you hear me? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> that but happens anyway, a lot on our show, Anisha. I wonder why. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> I don't know. But then I also do readings for people, um, spirit communication, and connect them with family members or loved ones that have passed. 
and those are $75 for a one-hour session. And I also teach psychic skills development, which is, uh, you know, gives an overview of the psychic skills and exercises and helps people develop their mm-hmm. abilities. And they teach nice. some healing classes. So basically they can go to my website, which is www.soulcenteredhealing.net, and they can find my list of upcoming classes and services. I do stuff in person, and then I can also do stuff via Skype or via phone if people you know, aren't that comfortable using the Skype program. And they can also follow me on Twitter. I'm Anisha, A-N-Y-S-I-A-K underscore medium. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on our show, Anisha. You are incredible. You are a high-level, I call you, this is what I call you, I I don't know what you call you, but I call you a high-level light worker. And it is our privilege that we got to spend this time with you and our listeners' privilege as well, and I really appreciate it. Thanks so much. Thank you, Anisha, for being on the show. Thank you, ladies. I appreciate it. Thank you to the callers that called in. It was great. Thanks for Oh, having yeah, it was me. amazing. It was really Thank you so much. It was an experience. Okay, have a and wonderful And I'll be in touch, evening. Anisha. Okay. You too. Have a good evening, Anisha. Thank you Bye, so honey. much. Okay, Bye-bye. take care. Thank Bye-bye. you. Shannon, you picked the wrong show to be out of, I'm telling you. You have got to listen to that. I, that oh, my God. No, you do not even know. I to listen to it. Uh, you do me, not I know. Was freezing. Amazing. <laughs> freezing <laughs> outside it watching was the track meet. show. Amazing. <laughs> so wonderful. I bet. I know. I the energy. Or oh, you will have to listen to it. You will really, you'll, you'll oh. really enjoy it. You'll really resonate with her. She is a. It's funny because well now I have a lot more Twitter followers than when I met Anisha. But when I went Anisha, I had about forty or fifty thousand Twitter followers. And you know what uh-huh. I love about light? Light. If you're burying the light, it is brilliant. It is unmistakable, and it stands out in the darkness. And Anissa is the light. She jumped out from all those people. I mean, she's such a beautiful soul. I I really appreciate her. She's a beautiful mother and, and, you know, an amazing example of how to raise conscious children. And we might have to get her back for our panel discussion of how to raise conscious children. I think she'd bring in a good... You know, spiritual perspective for those that have spiritually gifted children, not just intellectually or, you know, advanced children. But anyway, that was, oh, you missed a great show. Well, I wanted to talk about a couple things before we wrap up. Um, Man, we covered some great stuff. You've got to listen, Shannon. I'm still kind of in awe. That was a lot to process there. (laughs) It was wonderful. I loved it. Um, One thing I wanted, well, I talked a little bit about my class, and I want to kind of repeat this really quickly. I'm going to be giving in the next couple months some classes. I live in central Ohio. I'm going to be giving two classes in Cincinnati, and I'm going to get the dates up on the website. And I'm going to be giving one class in Columbus, Ohio, about the middle of May. And these classes provide you with, again, eight hours of direct access, and Shannon may be at some of them, to me. And even though I'm teaching what's called an access consciousness process called the bars, which is something that you can take and you can do on each other, you can do on your spouse, your significant other, you can do on your children. And what it does is it it facilitates you having more of you. It dumps a lot of your programming. It feels like a good massage. 
And like I said, I'm teaching a class April 27th. I have scheduled 10 to 6, and I'll put the others up on my website as well. But what I like about it is it costs $200, but you get eight hours. Not only do you get eight hours with me, you get eight hours around high vibrational people. And that's one way to raise your vibration pretty quickly is to be around for a length of time people that are conscious and people that are interested in some of the same things you're interested in. So you learn a great technique, you get to be around conscious people, and you get to ask me questions about whatever you want, not just about the technique I'm teaching. So it's kind of like a very bargain discount price session with me and with other amazing people. So keep that in mind. Uh, It's just a way to get some of your life questions answered and have more of what you want to show up in your life show up. I wanted to share a testimony. One of the things I do, like Anisha does, is distant healing. And it's available on my website. Connie also does this. And a lot of people are like, distant healing? How can you do distant healing? And Mm -hmm. I worked with a gentleman in New York um, last week, and he just, he sent me, his testimonials actually on my website on the first page at www serenitynaturalwellness.com if you want to read it. But he sent me kind of a follow-up. I said, I like to follow up on my clients because anybody can be in your energy and kind of be pumped up when you're talking to them. But then when you go away for a couple weeks, you wonder how they're doing, of course. So he sent me this today, and I kind of wanted to read it to encourage everyone that your life can change. And your life can change in a day. Your life can change in a moment. Your life can change in an hour. There's no restriction on how long it takes you to go to the next level or you to get a new insight or your life to be transformed. So this is what he wrote. I said, I said, how have things been for you since our call? And um, he said, things have been excellent for me. I'm so grateful for what you've done. I met someone. My son is doing great. He's happy, and that's all I could really ask for. My business deals are progressing And overall, I feel great mentally, physically, and spiritually. I'm excited and anxious to see what I have in store next every day. That's a great place to be. I mean, that brought me to tears. Like, really? I get to be part of that? How amazing is that? That's absolutely wonderful. I love hearing that. I love it. It's so touching. And the reason I read that is because you're like, well, that's great for him. No, that's not great for him. That can happen for you. Yeah. No matter where you are, it can happen for anybody. It, you don't have to believe in what we're saying for us to help facilitate transformation and more of you in your life because all you have to do, and I told him the same thing and I tell my clients the same thing, are you open to receive all of you? And we're just facilitators. We aren't bringing you anything that you do not already have in yourself. And I don't know who wants to close out the show, but um, that's all I have to say. Do you guys have anything to add? No, I just want to say um, that what a tremendous treat it was to have Anisha today. And I know that the audience really took everything in. This is one of the most wonderful shows ever, Kimberly. And I'm just so still hyped up about the whole show. I mean, I'm, Still excited. Um, I'm sure that our viewers learned a lot and got a lot out of the show. So I'm, I'm very happy. Very, very happy. Well, this is a high vibrational show. So just by listening to it, I know that we made a difference in lives, and that makes me absolutely 
beyond thrilled. Okay, so who wants to end the show? Shannon, are you going to end the show? Connie, who wants to do the end of the show? I wasn't for sure. Shannon was going to come in, so. Well, I can end it. I'm just sitting in the parking lot waiting on Austin to get back from the track meet. (laughs) Okay, well, if you want to take us out, you can take us out. Connie, do you have anything? You don't have anything else to add? Um, No, just, you know, thank you so much to the audience for tuning in and listening to the show, and we appreciate you. And our main goal for all of us is really for you to gain something positive and to understand that there is choice in everything that you do in your life. And we want to send you all the best, all the blessings in the world. Thank you so much for listening. We love you. Thank you so much. Shannon, take us out. Okay, I'm a little disappointed that I didn't get to be in the show tonight and hear what was going on, but I will listen tomorrow, and I do want to say thanks for everybody that was listening tonight. We will be back next week, same time, same place, so please come listen. Um, You can find us at www.serenitynaturalwellness.com. You can follow us on Twitter or friend us on Facebook at Serene Wellness. Anytime you have a question, please email us. We check our email constantly. any appointments, you know, we'll get back to you right away. Have a good night, everybody. Thanks for listening on our Secrets to Everything with Dr. Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. Listen every Wednesday night, Eastern Standard Time, from 7 to 8 p.m. on Blog Talk Radio. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 